What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lennon Burton. Lennon, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well, man. You know, big week this week in terms of movies and TV. We got Falcon Winter Soldier finale. Sad to see it go. When we talk about it later in the show, I'm going to just express my love for it as much as it is, because it feels good being part of the Marvel Brigade. Like, normally I'm outside the Marvel Brigade. But, like, it feels good being inside of it with Falcon Winter Soldier. Like, I'm loving it. Like, everybody's digging it. It feels good. So I, I love that fucking show. So I'm excited to see the finale. Then we got Mortal Kombat this week. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's going to be great. You know, we've also got Invincible continuing. So mm-hmm. we're going to we have our gore out there. Yeah. Um, and I'm still on Top Chef. I'm trying to get you to watch it weekly, man. It's, it's great. Like, it's great reality TV. I've been I've been getting through it with the movies now. I'm watching like a two at a, two at least tonight. Today I today I watched Mad Max right before you called me the nice. original. Nice with Mel which, Gibson. Yeah, but you know, I, I watched I watched the Mel Gibson movie like a couple days ago. I watched Lethal Weapon. Uh, there you go. Probably <laughs> I like Lethal Weapon. My thing is, if I don't know why people are always championing Die Hard as the Christmas movie, Lethal Weapon is an action Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of them out there. It's Die more so than the, Die Hard. I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a minute. Lethal Weapon is great, man. Like I understand people have their issues with Mel Gibson, but that movie was fucking great. I'm not gonna stunt. Was the original Mad Max great, or did Tom Hardy, you know, put him to shame? It it's almost like I don't understand how that movie and Mad Max Fury Road exist in the same. Yeah, uh, like they just don't even like seem the same. And like uh, Mad Max, you can tell is an Australian movie because like everyone speaks an Australian accent. So uh, I didn't know that about it at first. So I, I thought it was definitely interesting to have watched it. I kind of still want to see the second one, the Thunderdome one or whatever, because I heard that's better. Um, okay. But but yeah, I mean, that wasn't a part of the, the better movies I saw. Uh, recently, I, I did some of, you know, in doing, we're today we're talking about our 25 actresses list. So I did some, movies featuring top actresses i watched annie hall the woody allen directed movie starring him and diane keaton oh, okay. watched that that won the oscar over star wars and i and now i understand why it was a it was really good it was it was like it was like watching a seinfeld or a curb your enthusiasm in the 70s with woody oh. allen as a star Damn, I wish Woody Allen was a creep, but I'm gonna check it out for Diane. I'll check that out for Diane. Um, and I watch Pretty Woman. Nice with, okay. with Julia you Roberts. Due diligence, man. I need to get okay. See, next week I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come loaded to the clip with like my actress movies because, like, I watched Escape from New York. Like, I'm out here watching Kurt Russell movies. Like, damn, he looks just like Wyatt Russell. <laughs> I don't remember who I talked about last week, but I watched Shutter Island, which had Michelle Williams in it. Nice. Okay. How'd you did, like I, the did I talk about Shutter Island? Oh, no. oh man, oh man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, it was interesting, and I I realized yeah I didn't talk about that because I also watched the Scorsese movie After Hours, which I talked to you about off air. Yeah, um, I still I still need to watch that because that's the only Scorsese movie I haven't watched. It's an interesting one to check out. Uh, I watched Dead Man Walking, which is a Susan Sarandon. She won the Oscar for Best Actress in that with mm-hmm. Sean Penn, Death Row. All the Death Row movies seem to be in Louisiana. Um, but so they go here. I get it. The interesting thing about Dead Man Walking to me, you know, Susan Rand does a really great performance. It's a tough movie to watch. 
Uh, but Jack Black is in it. It's like first thing Jack Black was Dude. ever in. Okay. Um, Interesting. You've been on like a little movie kick. I see you. Yeah, man. I've, I've gone through a lot. I told you off air I watched Manchurian Candidate just last night. Nice. That's a good one. And uh, and then I have one in Movie on the Rise that I w- want to talk about later. Um, what was the other thing I saw recently that was okay? Oh, you I saw. Watch, you need to watch some De Niro, some King of Comedy. Man. You need to throw that on the list. The, well, the way that I've been doing it for the moment is because I have the list, but like I'm going to through Netflix and like what whatever it says on Netflix is about to expire. That's on the list. I have to watch. Oh, okay. So like that was why part of the reason I watched Kate Blanchett's Carol last week, and um, and then like Hulu and HBO Max also has that feature. So I've been going through all that. Today I realized that Peacock has a lot of those movies that are on my list for free, so that's okay. going to help with like uh, Cape Fear. Nice, and uh, I think Carlito's Way is also on there, but I think it's also on Hulu or yeah, HBO Carlito, Max. Carlito's Way is on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, and that's Pacino though. Yeah, that's not yeah. that's a good movie as well. Both those movies are great. I think Heat. I think Heat is on Peacock. He, Heat's on HBO Max. No, it's on somewhere. Yeah, so you got to watch that too. That's a great one. Yeah, I think at the stuff that's coming up this week that I can't wait to talk about for next week, I'm going to, I got uh, Above the Rim with Tupac. Ooh, nice. That's a classic, classic sports um, movie. Spike Lee, Do the Right Thing. Nice. That's a cl- that is arguably the movie that set off the 90s. Um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Nice classic action film. I can't believe you've never seen these movies. Well, I can believe mm. Do the Right Thing. Not Above the Rim, because you're a big sports movie guy. So, Honestly, I did not know about Above the Rim. It's great. You were great sports movie. Straight basketball, so, um, the whole time. It's not one of those movies where it's like, oh, this is about the hood, or this is about the, the rich kid doing this. No, it's, it's, it's hooping. Uh, then, like... There's some Tom Cruise movies thrown in the mix, but I mean, like, there's some I got to get through. I got like ten days till the end of the month to like get through them all, and so I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to do what, at the you moment. Seen you got game? It's on the list, but I haven't. I'm so I haven't watched it. Um, it's about to leave HBO Max. I don't think so. I I, I don't think so because well, I've been that, I'm looking after. at it every day. Okay, check that after the show. I could be tripping because you got to watch that. That's another great sports movie. Yeah, if it is on the, if it is on there, then I will. I have seen it in the next ten days. Cool, I bet. Well, we got some stuff to get into, some some Marvel stuff. Of course, we got to talk Falcon, Winter Soldier, Invincible, and our top twenty five actress list starts today. So, uh, whenever you're ready, brother, I'm I'm ready to get into it. Yeah, man, I'm ready to get into it. Just checked, it is not on there. So, Sega Game is still out there for people who want to see it. But I, I'm ready to get into today's stuff. Let's get started. So we got two trailers to talk about. I want to talk about the trailers up on top because we finally got the Shang-Chi trailer. They did it for Simu Lu's birthday. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday to him. He gets the Shang-Chi trailer to come out. And he's been real active on Twitter about it. He's super excited. And I'll tell you what, Lyndon, so am I. Yeah, that trailer looked good, man. I, 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 I've said on this show numerous times, this is the most interested I'm in in the Marvel movies they announced in the new slate. This is the one where I was like, okay, Marvel did Black Panther so right that they're going to make this like one of the best martial arts movies in action you can. I knew we were well, going to get that and it just looks it looks great. I I would commend them on the fact that the feel of that movie through the trailer at least feels like it's 
martial arts movie and not like a Marvel superhero movie. Yeah, it does. 100%. And it even got like, we see the blood sport tournament in there where like comic fans know that like Wolverine fought there. Uh, some other martial artist falls there. That's there. We see that. So they're going be to interesting if that's mentioned. It might tie into Falcon Winter Soldier. We don't know, being that they're in Madripoor. Maybe the power broker works for the Tin Ringles organization. Maybe the Mandarin is the power broker. I don't necessarily buy that one, but we'll find out. Episode six, we'll talk more Falcon Winter Soldier in a little bit. But yeah. this trailer looked great, man. And, I, and it's Simi Lemu. Uh, Simi uh, Lemu looked great as Shang Chi. He looked like a dope superhero. So, yeah, I think my this is gonna... I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they messed that up. They, yeah, they did. They, they might. They're gonna redo it though, but they're gonna. They're not gonna bring back fucking that guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I imagine it's gonna be the characterization is gonna be so different. Like, yeah. Have you, have you ever watched the um, the cartoon that used to be? On like Disney XD with Spider-Man, with Drake Bell, Spider Man, Luke Cage, uh, yeah, Artis, White Tiger, mm-hmm. Nova. White Tiger, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know I'm a, Nova, I'm a superhero yeah. cartoon guy. Cool. Yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like that's what they're gonna take Iron Fist direction in. It's like way I more. Know. Yeah, way yeah, more monk about, about his monkness. Yeah, I can see it being someone tied into Shang Chi if they they want to, but we're gonna Probably. see. But that that trailer looked great. A lot of ties to Marvel that I'm interested to see. Will we see Fing Fi Fang Foom, you know, the legendary dragon? I think it's interesting that Marvel's had always had this tin ring stuff in the background for like a long time now. So it like it makes sense because this was in Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3. We saw this in uh there was another movie it was in, I want to say Ant-Man, one of the dudes had the tattoo on his neck as well. So like this has been sprinkled throughout the MCU. So it's finally time this they, they've been laying the seeds. This is what yeah. they do. This is the finally time for their organization to make come forward. This is basically like the League of Shadows for DC, but yeah. a little bit more with more powers involved. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, hopefully if the, opening that up and making that work, so I would love to see them do something with uh, Ra's al Ghul, maybe in his own space. And talk and talking about you know the assass- the assassins over there in DC. So yeah, that that's something that that would I would love to see because like that's some of the most interesting lore in DC. So maybe this will spur them to do that because MC is going to get it right. And I can even see like yo, all right, let's say John Walker's working for the, the whoever team he's in. Maybe it ties to the manor. And I can even see Shang Chi make an appearance. Falcon Winter Soldier too because we're going to get a new season. Like we got to start looking for that. These ties are coming. And there's a reason why all these things were laid out with each other. WandaVision was laid out to be with Doctor Strange in uh, in Multiverse Madness Madness and Spider-Man. So this Falcon Winter Soldier has to connect to something. And I assume it's Black Widow and maybe Shang-Chi. Yeah, it looks like they're going to get that Black Widow tie-in and we'll talk about later. And um, and yeah, Shang-Chi, maybe even... I I believe that I'll probably tie in at some point with what Hawkeye is doing later down the road. True. That's true too. And that just finished yeah. filming. So, but you know, Shang-Chi trailer looked great. Loved it. So I'm all on board right. for that. Uh, the next trailer was the Ted Lasso season two trailer. It's hard to, it's hard to determine with like season by season trailers because, you know, we, we you know, at least for me, because I've watched it, I'm already sold on the show. Want to yeah. watch season two. It's more of just like a look into what it's going to be. I think like the main issue for Ted and his crew is that, they're just middle of the road. Like that's kind of like his whole deal is that, you know, despite their win loss record, he's always kind of like 
stayed the course. And so I feel, feel like people are going to be wanting answers if they're not winning. Mm-hmm. Then they were going to bring in some team psychiatrists. So I assume like they're going to have a way more pessimistic approach to the way that everything's ran around that organization. Oh, okay. Maybe look at, maybe trying to psychoanalyze Ted because he, Ted does have a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that he doesn't really let on to a majority of people. He is pretty open about it, but not a lot of people know exactly the issues that he has going on. I need to get into Ted Lasso season two, man. I got to give you your props. You were high on it early before the Emmy stuff, before all these people started writing articles on it. You were high on it from the jump. I ended up getting a computer at the right time from Apple because they gave me that, that Apple Plus membership. And then I, everything that popped on Apple Plus, I was like, all right, I'm watching, I'm watching. You know, I was, I was watching Mythic Quest. We're about to get Mythic Quest season two. I'm excited. I'm like, yo, but I don't need that before It's Always Sunny, the new season. I'm sorry. Like, come on. We know what they've been doing then. Yeah, they've been working. They've been working on both things. Like, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm, and if we can get AP Bio season four, let's go. Yeah, I, I haven't even seen the other stuff. I, know, I need to. I need to watch the new AP Bio. I'm just you have to pay for Peacock. No, that's what I've been waiting on, man. I'm waiting on somebody to get it. And then one of my friends today told me Discovery Plus, the dude who owns Canes, has a TV show. I need, wait. What? I need Discovery Plus. It I, like that is my shiznit, and like the dude who owns Canes has like a new show where he's like doing like some cooking helping show or some shit. Honestly, like if I were to tell you, tell you it's better to have your own than to like be working off someone else's Ooh. just because like uh, you want to set up like what you want because you want it to be spit out to you. Cause it's so much out there and it's all good stuff. Like it's not like Netflix or whatever, where like 45% of Netflix, you're not even going to watch. Like this is like, you're probably going to want to watch everything. Like I'm watching shows on travel channel that are like, to get up yo i'm doing it this week i'm so tired of it too many people who i know watch similar shows to me like you like my friend alex are keep telling me like yo man discovery plus it's that shit and like my mom is watching the new tournament of champions live on cable i'm missing that shit i need to watch it see that's why i'm I'm so in the top chef because that's been my 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 go-to i can watch that on youtube tv i'm sure i could watch tournament of champions but like i'm too i'm too far gone i need discovery plus for me it's it's just like legit when i'm when I ever since I've been growing up, literally the only time I'd ever watch like Travel Channel, Food Channel, all that is because like they had good late night stuff, and that was what I would like watch when I was in bed at night. And now Discovery Plus just had it's all laid out for it's me. It's amazing, man. Nothing beats food you. Comedy. You can put on you can put on the Chop Channel and they just play random episodes. That's fucking yes. I need to get. I need to. I need to. All right, but enough enough about that. Glad you enjoyed Ted Lasso yeah. season two trailer. Uh, but yo, this next story. I'm actually it's big. pretty interested in. So I guess kind of a precursor. Uh, with last week, we talked about the younger spinoff series. Yeah. Uh, that was supposed to star Hillary Duff, but now there's a new development with Hillary Duff that could shake everything up. So uh, how I met your how I met your mother sequel series titled How I Met Your Father has been ordered at Hulu with Hillary Duff attached to be the star Ooh. in the near future. Um, this is the synopsis. In the near future, Sophie is telling her son the story of how she met his father, a story that catapults us back to the year 2021, where Sophie and her close-knit group of friends are in the midst of figuring out who they are, what they want in out of life, and how to fall in love in the age of dating apps and limitless options. 
according to an individual with knowledge of the project, it remains unclear how or if the new show will tie into the original. The new series hails from This Is Us co-runners and Love Victor co-creators Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, who serve as writers and executive producers on the on this new series. Um, last week, we t- I said we talked about the younger spinoff, and while the, that spinoff is still in the works and in very early stages, a source says that it's unlikely Duff could do both projects, and How I Met Your Father is a big priority for her. Ooh, sound. I don't blame her. Do the How I Met Your Father with Hulu and get you a bag, Hillary Duff. Good for her, man. I guess people are seeing that, like, our generation is finally, you know, coming into the mainstay as, like, main spenders. We see Zendaya in every other fucking movie because uh, we love her. And, you know, we grew up with Lizzie McGuire. They're giving her a shot. I think we're going to watch this. I, I know I well, know you will. I think this is 100% the show that she's always wanted. This is her adult Lizzie McGuire. Like, this is her being a Hillary Duff character in, uh, you know, I don't know what city, like we were about to have it with in Los Angeles could be New York. That could be like the tie-in. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I'm glad that they're starting at 2021. Cause I don't really want to have a season that goes through like 2020. Really. I kind of yeah. just want to just, I don't let's just move on. Like, this. I'm sure like, I, I don't want to see people like, wear masks. I don't, I don't need to see none of that. Yeah. But so like, they do it half ass. Like, bro, don't get me started. Yeah, law and order is the most law and order organized crime with the new Elliot Stabler show. I, I can't believe I've never said this on this. That's been something I've been watching like weekly. Yeah, that, same. That, but why have we not talked about that? What is wrong? Uh, that show, they bro, the way they do masks, and then like somebody will be wearing annoying. a mask in the background, and then Stabler's talking to some dude with no mask in front of him, all up in his face, and I'm like. Where's the mask, bro? The hospital stuff is crazy. We're like, they're walking <laughs> up in hospitals without masks. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't believe this. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. And I don't like the intro to the show. The, no, the, no, no. the, the weird music, don't fuck with it. But, you know, that interesting. Well, well, I mean, I, the thing I that bugs me about that show is that it, Law & Order is real... Um, you know, procedural. villain of the week, procedural. This is like an ongoing, this, this, yeah, this is, is like The Wire. And I'm like, yo, this ain't The, the Wire with Elliot Stabler. I'm not about, I'm not trying to watch Elliot Stabler's The and Wire. Dylan McDermott, wait, wait, no, yeah. I'm sorry. We got to talk about the show now. Dylan fucking McDermott is the villain that's the ongoing season of the, like, I was just like, what is going on with this show? I was shocked. Yeah. And then, like, one of the chicks from Bones is, like, his ex-wife. And I'm just like, what is this show, man? Like, so I really, you know, I, I keep going with SVU or whatever. And But, you know, not to get off on another tangent, I did watch Ice-T in what I would call his intro to his Law & Order career in the, sh- in the movie New Jack City. Oh, you watch New... Wait, bro, how do, how do you not lead with you watch New Jack City? I forgot about it until just now. <laughs> How did I you did. not lead with that? That movie's great. That movie's great. It is a really, it is a good movie. With New Wesley Snipes, Ice T. Oh man, G Money. G Money did his man dirty. G Money. Then Wesley shot his ass. Crazy. It was a it was a crazy ending for sure. Good. Yeah, but I'm yeah, glad you New Jack City. That. But yeah, any anyway with this you know Hillary Duff show that we <laughs> like. I I think that How I Met Your Mother was pretty good on, on what it is. And like, I feel like they just really need to just take the same show and just flip it the other direction. Like with just uh, 
like I, I don't know if you remember much of the last season of How I Met Your Mother, but a, a, a couple of episodes were pretty much this concept. Okay. With uh, Christina Milati being the main figurehead of the episodes and like talking with her friends about her relationships and like her narrating. So very much, and that worked and that was a really good uh, stretch of episodes in How I Met Your Mother um, when they did that. So I hope that that's what they're doing. And I, I think the showrunners are, you know, you like This Is Us. So it sounds like, you know, like adding this, the, the This Is Us showrunner would give, be able to give you the the dimensions of what you yeah. want out of a dramedy, like how much your mother is. Make a great three-dimensional character. That This Is Us show is incredible, but yeah, you're a big How I Met Your Mother guy. See, I wasn't, I wasn't mm. watching that at the time. Really. Well, I mean, I, I think How I Met Your Mother was great at the era. I don't think it's a show that really translates into now, mainly based upon Neil Patrick Harris' character. Uh, um, but for the for the other reasons, I think that you know, so I mean, Ted's character is also terrible now that you look back deeply into it. But and uh, I think, I think yeah, I mean, so it, it definitely had its flaws, but it was so like the new age How I Met Your Mother in a way. Yeah, I mean, it came out after. Yeah, I'd say so. Because it, it it's not as good. You don't you don't think so? Oh, no, I fuck with you, girl, man. I'm a big fan of fucking Schmidt. I want to see him do stuff. Like I, I I bought so much. Like I bought into Schmidt so much that like I'm ready for him to get off of the neighborhood on CBS. I I tried to watch that show, man. It's not good. It, well, you know, sitcoms are just bad in general, which is another another good point into this story that Hulu is taking this over and it's not a CBS show. True, true. That's big. I mean, yeah, I think Hulu... Year, what Hillary exactly. wanted. Yeah. So, right. and I think that's important to like what this I show I feel like be. Disney was like, yo, we got you, Hillary. You don't get that Lizzie McGuire spinoff, but we'll let you work with Hulu. Yeah, I mean, they true. own it, so, you know. Mm-hmm. But good, good for her. We took some tangents in that one, but it's good to know that we both watch Law and Order as uh, organized crime with Elliot Stabler because I've been I, don't, I haven't talked about that with anybody, and I don't know why we never have. But the next thing we got is Amelia Amelia Clark joining Marvel, joining Secret Invasions. She needed something new because it was her name was starting to run light. Game of Thrones has been over for some time. That Amelia Clark name not ringing off in the streets like it used to because maybe she's not that good of an actress. And yeah, she needs an action. Problem. I mean, you know, I, I still think that she's like at the top of the world because I really enjoyed Solo and I thought that she did phenomenal in, in Solo. But I'm, you know, in the minority there. Yes, you um, are. You, you but, know, her name does not ring off like it did at the end of Game of Thrones. Like, when well, we, the, well, it's just it's just weird because like when. Amelia Clark pulls up for me, like first thought right now is Kira. Like it's not even Daenerys anymore. I'm like, oh, that's Kira. There you go. You're tripping. But, but I mean, like that's just because I, I watched that movie. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for her to be in Secret Invasion. That's one of the shows that I'm kind of anticipating on the low key. A lot of Nick Fury, uh, you know, a yeah. lot of the scrolls, which I think is a really interesting setting up the scroll dynamic. Yeah. Bro, I'm just ready for them to pull that like one Avenger that we knew from the jump was a scroll. They're going to do it. Like, it's going to be someone that we care about, and they're just going to be like, this was a scroll from the jump. And he, this other Rocket. Captured. I I, whoever they're going to choose, I don't know. See, Steve would have been a good person to choose. I, I wouldn't be mad if they chose, like, Bucky. I don't, I don't think it... I don't think it's going to be Clint. I, I, I mean, I just, I don't think it's going to be someone that's like super huge, right? They could do Clint. I think Clint would work, because like I, like I, was, like I was about to say, 
I, I would like for them to do Falcon or Bucky, but I don't think they're going to do it. Steve's gone, so you need a human to do it to. And you can't do it to Tony. Tony's gone. Clint doesn't do enough to where it's like, okay, this this can't be Clint. Like, I could believe a, Clint was a scroll. The only thing that would prevent me from that is his show. Depends on what his show is. Like, if he's a... Because, like, the, the other way that you could spin that is that he was Ronan... And the scroll took his place while he was out being Ronin. Possible. That is possible. You can spin it that way. But I'm just I'm just ready for it. I think they're going to do it to where somebody we know has been a scroll this whole time. Shit. Could be Nick Fury. Could be. Because last time we saw him, it was Talos. Yeah. So, so you, never, know. you never know. We're going to see what awesome. that is. The Secret Invasion movie is going to be going to be crazy. Uh, TV show, actually, is going to be crazy. But uh, next up, we got... Joaquin Dos Santos, Kim Powers, and Justin K. Thompson have been tapped to start uh, to, by Sony Pictures Animation to direct the sequel to the Into the Spider-Verse story. Nice, nice. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, you got to mention that. I don't really know much about the group, but I, I think it's interesting that they, they're having, like, three directors. And maybe it's, like, one's the director of, like, animation, one's, like, director of voice actors. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that all works. Yeah, I don't know how that works either. It's not like it's the uh, what you call it, guys. Uh, yeah, Phil the Lord Lord. Miller. Yeah, it's not like it's them. So I don't know. And Kim Powers, I thought he was doing an animated thing. He did One Night in Miami. Yeah, and he was a screenwriter. Okay, so how are they directing this together? What did Joaquin Dos Santos do? Oh, shit. Joaquin Dos Santos was the guy who was originally noted as the director. Oh, he's not doing it anymore. No, the, now they're all doing it. Oh, okay. So I'm about to tell you what he did. He worked on Avatar, Korra, and did Justice League Unlimited, some of it. There you go. All right, that guy's talented. Okay, and then we got the One Night Miami guy. All right, interesting. I, I don't know. I, I, I liked what Phil Lord and uh, uh, Chris, Chris, Chris. Lord and Chris Miller did. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see them come back, but maybe these new guys can, you know, kill it. Yeah, we'll see. See, yeah, so you know, that's all I got on that, but because um, very little to go on. So, the House of Dragon is currently at works at uh, HBO, and now we found out that Fabian Frankel is joined the cast. Uh, Frankel will appear as Sir Criston Cole of Dornish, Desc- Dornish Descent. He's the common born son of the steward to the Lord of the Black Haven. Cole has no claim to land or titles. All he has to his name is his honor and his pre, uh, or what does it say? Pre-term-maternal skill? I don't even know what that means. His sword skills, people. Okay, got you. His sword skills. Oh, his um, premature is, no, that's not premature. I don't, I don't know, know, know what that, that word is. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, the reason I put this in, and I think like a reason that you uh, you know you can find a, a story like this on the internet or Variety or wherever you find your your information, is that Fabian Frankel is going to play, play a role in this series, and it reminds me of a Jon Snow character, uh, maybe not someone who's like you know direct scent of somebody and a bastard, but someone who has no claim to land but is a is a fighter. Who's going to be somebody that they focus in on? I can see it. Yeah, or maybe someone that the Lord of Blackhaven like is real fond of and almost sees it as a son figure. Yeah, I can see that as well. Plus, he's like one of those pretty boy motifs. You know, they, they need those as the main cast. So. For sure. 
Um, the next thing we got is Netflix has ordered the new series Florida Man, starring Wait, does it Edgar. Has, does, it, does it do with Atlanta? How all the Florida Mans be clowning? <laughs> <laughs> I thought so at first, um, <laughs> but uh, this one is starring Edgar Ramirez and created by Donald Todd. It's an eight-episode series described in the same vein as Body Heat. And oh shit, the, Elmore Leonard. Let's go, bro. Let's and go. And Elmore Leonard's out of sight. For those uh, who don't know who Elmore Leonard is, he wrote Jackie Brown. He wrote Be Cool. Like he's a novelist, and like Quentin Tarantino worked with him. So like he makes good stuff. So this story revolves around a struggling ex-cop who is forced to return to his home state of Florida to find a Philly mobster's runaway girlfriend. What should be a quick dig becomes a a spiraling journey into buried family secrets and an increasingly futile attempt to do the right thing in a place where so much is wrong. Nice. I'm into this. Sucks that fucking Netflix has it, but, you know, I like Edgar Ramirez. He was in Versace. He was Versace. Um, I'm a big fan of that guy. I think he fits the ex-cop role really well. So, um, Yeah, Edgar Ramirez, he was also the detective in um the undoing oh yeah he was oh mm-hmm. shit okay yeah so i'm definitely down for edgar ramirez so let's get it plus i love elmore leonard work i think this could actually be really big for netflix it really could so you know florida you see the title florida man you think one thing but even what we're gonna get here is still pretty interesting so yeah definitely true. into it uh kristen wig and annie mamolmo they just did barb and star visit coastal del mar now they're reteaming to do a movie about cinderella's evil stepsisters instead of disney wig and molo will write the screenplay for the musical comedy that reimagines the classic fairy tale from the perspective of the two siblings who don't get there happily ever after they aren't expected to act in the film oh, okay uh which is in early development will ferrell and jessica elbaum are also producing the movie all right that makes it interesting for me but like I kind of, who are they going to get? I could have seen Kristen Wiig do it. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I I still think Kristen Wiig might be the the stepmother. Okay. Yeah, I can see that too. Like, because like, you know, they're not expected to act in the film. It doesn't mean they won't. Yeah, true. True. All right, good for them. They're they're taking their clout from Bob and Star, go to Coastal Damar and put it in. When Bridesmaids. I mean, that that was the first thing they teamed up on. True. So, good for them. This may be good, you know, not my cup of tea, but. You know, I will say when it comes to Disney Plus, you know, I haven't watched that John Stamos thing. I probably won't. I, I, I thought did. about it so hard yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I was looking at it and I was like, am I going to watch this? My girlfriend was like, what is that? And I was like, John Stamos has a new show. She's like, oh, you want to watch it? I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. But like, you know, I talked about it last week. The Mighty Ducks was really surprising. You know, and, I, and I've seen I a lot. I almost watched it because you said the Mighty Ducks was surprising. The, yeah, the the Mighty Ducks is really surprising, and I was really happy to see on Twitter that some people in the space agree that it is you know not a bad work. And I actually saw that movie Godmothered that was on Disney Plus, like one of their first originals that came out. Mm-hmm. I think like Anna Kendrick and the chick from uh, Workaholics, the oh uh, Jillian, Jillian, yeah. And that movie actually was not bad. It was okay. a pretty good little Christmas movie. Um, oh, for, yeah, what are you telling me about that? Disney mm-hmm. Plus, coming with, like, the, the sleepers. I'm never going to watch any of that shit, but, you know. So, you know, some of the stuff they put out isn't bad. You know, just look at the, what they're doing with Marvel and Star Wars. I mean, they're don't, taking don't that, that to heart with everything. <laughs> don't, don't do that. That's their, uh, that's their shit. Like, can't, don't do that with that other shit. 
Marvel and Star Wars. It's not bad. I mean, like pedigree. Yeah, but yeah, I think that this could work. But I'd be interested to see how this how this you know goes farther down the line. You know, just showing some of the names attached, like you know, Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell, definitely two. You know, if they're behind this, you know, they're probably gonna. That's the thing that saved it for me. Show a certain level of like goodness into this funniness comedy but next up see i was shaking my head just now and i know people saw that thought i might have been shaking my head at schubert no i'm shaking my head because i'm reading the story for which i have to read next and see this is why jamie fox man i put you high on my list when we did our actor shit but you doing movies like this this makes me look bad we've actually talked about this before but you know adding the new group kind of hits home snoop dogg and jamie fox are teaming up for a vampire hunter film day shift also joining the ensemble cast are Megan Good and Carla Souza. Fox stars in the new Netflix movie is a hardworking, hard-working blue-collar dad who wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight, eight-year-old daughter. But his mon- mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires as part of an international union of vampire hunters. Look, bro. At first, maybe this could have been cool, but you add Snoop Dogg in this with him. Yeah. It sounds like some. Snoop Dogg's definitely a vampire. This sounds like some straight to DVD Netflix shit. Project Power was I. This sounds like it's gonna be I at best. I mean, I can tell you right now, Snoop Dogg is either his boss <laughs> or a vampire. I can see it. Megan Good's his love interest. Yeah. And Carla Souza is like some kind of bad guy, vampire. I can believe it. I can believe it. I can see that all being the case. Yeah. Oof. Whatever. This movie sounds meh. But next up, we got Antoine, Antoine Fuqua will direct and produce a new film adaptation of Cat on a Tin Roof, Tennessee Williams Pulitzer Prize winning look at greed, family, death, and sexual repression. Oh, okay. Famous okay. Broadway famous Broadway play uh, with primarily African-American casts. Good for Antoine so. Fuqua. This is big. This is like him getting away from the action and like saying, you know what? I'm gonna do some, I'm gonna do some other stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, he's kind of trying to put himself. You know, eventually after we do this actress list, I assume we're gonna talk about some directors. He's someone who's trying to put himself in that forefront of like next generation. Yeah. And you know, this is one way to do that. This is crazy. I, I'm I'm sure Denzel might be in this, unless it needs might a be. younger unless it needs a younger person. Then maybe. But I you know, there could be older roles too. I don't know enough about the work. Antoine always works with Denzel. That's the only reason why I'm seeing that. That's his guy. So, but we'll see. Good for Antoine Fuqua. Okay. Next you know up, who, um, you know who's attached to Denzel that Antoine Fuqua could work with? Who? John David. That's what I said. I said his son could do it. Like, if it's a young person, better not be my... Let me not shit on Michael B. Jordan, because I'm waiting for his movie next week. He got to come impress me next week before I start casting and things again. But next up, we got Mads <laughs> Mikkelsen has been cast in Indiana Jones 5. Good for Mads. He just put out a oscar caliber movie with his movie where him and his friends are just Another half round. drunk all the time Absolutely. yeah yeah that I, have you watched that i have not i thought I'm, about it I'm I'm, thinking, I'm, i've been thinking about it yeah same um so Mick- up, we need to watch these movies we're gonna have to talk about them over the next couple of weeks at least one week i don't know yeah. the next couple of weeks and next week's stacked gotta do nomadland soon it's coming oh my god <laughs> I feel like that's the joke of this show. I've watched I've watched enough Francis McDormand. I watched Francis McDormand's first ever movie, Blood, Blood Simple. Simple. I watched that too. 
fire. I liked the Coen Brother movie. I fucked with it. Yeah, it's a good one. I was actually gonna. I was actually trying to remember that to tell you because I thought that you would be interested in it. Yeah, no, it's, I like yeah, it's a good one. Yep. Uh, so I've watched that. About, I don't need to watch Nomadland. I mean, talking about Blood Simple and fucking in, in Law and Order, organized crime. That shows you, ladies and gentlemen, how the stories this week are. Yeah, and what was the what was the other one that we talked about? Uh, New Jack City. Yeah, <laughs> classic movies though. Great movies, and that's what the show's for. So who cares? But uh, well, what do we got next? Because I don't care that Matt Nicholson's in Indiana Jones. Five well, movies. I actually think with Matt Nicholson joining that cast, I actually think that's a little bit more interesting than Phoebe, Phoebe Waller Bridge. He's, gonna he's be obviously the probably going to play the villain. Yeah, but he, does he does he not fit into the Indiana Jones verse oh, as a villain? Is he going to be a Nazi? Well, he's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is perfect. I'm sorry. This works. Are you on TikTok? Because if you aren't, there's this guy. I'm I'm th- on TikTok through my girlfriend, so probably not seeing any of the TikToks you're. Okay, well, about. there's this stuff on movie TikTok where this guy like fake snorts cocaine and they give him like a topic, and he's like, and they're like, okay, he's like, make a make an Indiana Jones movie in like 15 seconds. He fake snorts the coke and then he rattles shit off. What we just did was something he would have probably did. Matt Mickelson is the villain. Phoebe Waller Bridge love it, and like he'll write out the whole thing. He's like, now we're gonna make some fucking money. <laughs> It's pretty funny, but oh that's what that reminded me of. But that's all I got on Indiana Jones 5. I'm not too hype on this because I don't know who the main character is. Is it old-ass Harrison Ford? Because if it is, I don't know if I want to watch that. Fair point. What if Phoebe, what if Phoebe Waller-Bridge is the person is taking over for Indiana Jones? I fuck with that. Not, I, mean, I mean, not necessarily like trying to make a new franchise, but like where this is like more of her movie than his movie and he's like kind of she better not be the love interest that's all i'm gonna say she too yeah it'd be a little weird that's what i'm saying it's too much like they should have did indiana jones like people have said for years with just chris pratt i'd have watched it yeah i would have watched it uh it might have been better for his career too yeah he's not anyway right now either uh Jacqueline Hoyt, who uh, worked on The Good Wife as a producer and also The Leftovers, is set to pen the drama series Audrey about Hollywood icon Audrey Hepburn, Ooh, okay. which is being produced by Italy's Wild Side and Fremantle Company behind The Young Pope and My Brilliant Friend. Nice. Good show. Uh, the previously now series on Audrey Hepburn's life is based on a treatment co-written by her son, Luca Doty, an Italian and Italian journalist and writer Luigi Spinola. Doty's father was Italian psychiatrist Andrea Doty, whom Hepburn married in 1970, divorced 10 years later. In the book, Luca and, and Luigi explored the singularity of Audrey's self, uh, real self. Um, and a wild side statement said that uh, they are noting the muse, the mother, and the later humanitarian are all closely related to the girl that never stopped to be amazed by the gift of life. This I mentioned this project for a oh, female actress, man. It could be, you know, uh, Renee Zellweger got a lot of praise for her work as being Judy Garland. Andre look, Day gets a lot Anna, of praise for her Anna work. Anna Darmus is about to be, uh, Anna Darmus is about to be, um, oh my gosh, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, you know, uh, Natalie Portman for being Jackie. Yep. Uh, Kennedy. Um, so, this could be a really huge role for someone. I don't know if like, I don't know who's going to be pushing this. Yeah. I don't you know, know, I mean, like could be HBO with the young Pope ties. Could be, um, could be Amazon. Could, and also the leftover ties. Yep. 
So we'll see more about this as we go on, but I wanted to mention the story, especially because we're going to talk about our top 25 actresses and, mm. you know, the iconic Hollywood legend, Audrey Hepburn. Will she make our lists? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. But that, uh, what we got last up, man? Because you got now you got me feeling scared for my my list is probably going to be so bad. I feel terrible. I got to get better at this list. I'm so confident in my actress. I'm so since, not confident since, in my actress list. Since you did a little bit of cheating in the actor list, I did a little bit of cheating in this list. So we'll Ooh, talk about it later. Did I cheat in this one? I don't think I did. Uh, Vin Diesel is going to star in a movie version of the Rock'em Sock'em Robots game. Oh, I saw that. That's trash. What is that, dude? <laughs> That's trash. What is that? And what are these stories this week, bro? Like, Rick, <laughs> Vin Diesel and the Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie? Like, come on, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> this is, look, the news. Not a good news week this week. I'm glad we acknowledge that. New Jack good- City. Let's just talk about that more. <laughs> Law and order organized. Ice T had some hair, bro. He had dreads. <laughs> it was fire. Shout out to Ice T. Oh man, but now it's time for us to should suggest one movie or TV show coming out this week. This is the segment we call Movie on the Rise. Schubert, you got the big one this week. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Go watch it. Um, and out of my movie list. One thing I haven't talked about yet that I think you should go check out, something that really surprised me. Um, only until the end of the month on HBO Max, the Harrison Ford drama Presumed Innocent Ooh. is out. It is In this movie, Harrison Ford plays a deputy uh, district attorney Ooh, okay. who, right finds out, who, who finds out that his, uh, his other deputy district attorney has wound up murdered. And it seems that all the clues point to him. So is he the killer or is he not the killer? That's for you to decide as you watch Presumed Innocent. I'm going to watch. Did you watch this? I watched this last night. And as I will not say that it is the greatest movie, there is some really bad chemistry issues between Harrison Ford and his female leads. It's very awkward kissing and sex scenes. uh, His... But twist at the end really got me. Didn't see it coming. Okay. Jeffrey and like, Wright's in it, it was, yep, Jeffrey Wright is in this. Bradley yep. Whitford, Raul Julie. Bradley Whitford. Mm-hmm. Small role. The, his, his wife character is played by the wife of um, Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, Bonnie Bedelia. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I'll check this out. Interesting. It, his son in the movie is uh, a guy who ends up being in um, in teen rom coms later on. I think he's in one of the Bring It On movies. Joseph Josie uh, Joseph Mazzalo. Yeah. That and then there's a, and then there's another kid in the movie that is oh Vin Diesel you know, in the movie. Vin Diesel is in the movie, and a younger version of the Jurassic Park kid is in the movie. Oh, that's I think that's Joseph Mazzalo. Yeah, because I knew he was in the movie, but like there's another. It's like Jesse something. Okay, cool, cool. I'm trying to oh Jesse Bradford. Jesse Bradford. Okay, cool. She were giving us some some tight suggestions. Oh yeah, he isn't bringing on. All right. I'm gonna check this out. Presume Innocence and Mortal Kombat. I'm definitely watching Mortal Kombat this week. They released the first seven minutes of it, and I know people are like, why did y'all talk about that? Because we're not talking about the first seven minutes of a movie that we're going to watch. That I'm about to watch. This week. Like, I'm sorry. I don't even know why HBO Max did that. I get why they did that. 
to build hype, but like I'm not watching that shit. I'm already hyped enough. So for me this week, slow week besides Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna just be honest and Falcon Winter Soldier, but Netflix put out an after show for their new show Shadow and Bone. So that means they're hype on that. Schubert thinks it's gonna flop. We're gonna see that's on Movie on the Rise. I mean, they I mean they don't have an after show for Witcher. That's true. They do not. No. So Shadow and Bone, that's a show that's on the Movie on the Rise that's coming out this week. Ben also, Barnes, we like him. Yeah, we do. We do like Ben Barnes. Also, um Sexist, I think it's called, or Sexist. Hold on. I don't I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. It's called uh why is my fucking see when my Netflix is tripping. I think it's called Sex. Yeah, no, Sexify. Sexify. It's a, it looks like this uh, good lady rom-com TV show where these people are trying to uh, innovate sex in relationships and innovate like a sex app and start doing crazy shit like that. So it looked pretty good to me. I'm going to check that out. So also Stowaway, Schubert and I talked about in the trailers. This is the people, uh, Anna Kendrick to Mars movie and like they run out of air and stuff and they have to make a decision. That's out this week. But boy, next week, is it popping? I'm so ready for next week. Yeah, there was like some, on Discussing Film Twitter, they had said something about Yasuke or Yasuke or whatever. And I was like, is that coming out now? Like, go ahead and watch uh, that right now. I was hurt. I was hurt. Uh, Yasuke and, I, and, I, week, and without and, remorse, baby. I'm so, Michael B. Jordan better not let me down, bro. I've been championing this so fucking hard i told you i can't cast him in anything until i see he's good in this hurting yeah for sure um and i guess the other thing that we're both watching or you're not watching yet but i'm watching the circle so the circle oh yeah i'm watching the circle i'm on the first two episodes you want to talk about the first two episodes real quick we can if you want or you want to wait because like no i want to wait because i just know too much i can't i just can't talk about it you know, I'm waiting. I'm like, I gotta watch this with my girlfriend. This is our show. Like, I'm sorry, fans. This is the one show I can't argue for that like, I can control. Like, there are like two whole people that have been eliminated since where See? you're at. Like, have you ever have you seen someone get eliminated yet? No. Exactly. Yeah, two whole people. Have been Crazy. Okay. I'm, I don't know how I feel about this season's cast. Let me say that. I don't know if I like them. They're gamers. I don't know if I like them, bro. I, I don't like that New York girl that's pretending to be that black guy single dad. I want her to get caught. Don't like her. And I know we're not talking about this, but I don't like her. She's doing good. Damn, she is. They need to see through that act. They see, they're starting to see through some people's acts. Okay. Like the one that I knew that was like, is just going to have issues. And like, this is no foreshadowing because she's still around, but Emily slash that whatever that dude nerdy dude is that's behind her like that dude is flopping big time like they're gonna find him they're gonna find that out soon that nerd that nerdy astrophysics guy is like he's like I, I'm gonna catfish as my my friend yeah Emily, the sorority girl from my from my college his girl friend who, who he's supposed to be romantically involved with oh no he's not he's not you don't think he is did he say that. I thought he did. You talking about the guy with the bushy hair that's like kind of tall? Yeah, I, I don't think he said that he was romantically involved with him. If he, he did, did, he's lying. <laughs> he's, <definitely laughs> he's lying. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> See, this is why I gotta catch up with the circle. I'm hyped for it. I'm we're probably gonna get somebody on this season. But like I said, I don't like mm-hmm. any of the people. Yeah. So I don't know. If we do, I want to try and get on dude, dude who's playing Emily. 
Like, I mean, it's, you know, Lance about, Bass. No, I'm kidding. What about the dude, uh, the, the the good vibes and energies dude? He probably gets he probably gets eliminated. That's why you don't know who he is. That's yeah, that yeah. I can't even remember that dude's name. The, What's his look, name? Let's stop. Let's stop. Because <laughs> I'm gonna want to talk about this. I don't even know his name. Yeah. Good vibes and energies. That's that's what we know him as. All right, let's get into the review portion. What are we doing first? Because this could this could be considered an, a, a slow week for Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, let's start with that then. All right. Well, but Invincible was kind of a See, Invincible. It was, it was also. It was also. Let's talk Invincible because it pissed me yeah. off. I'm. I'm so sick of Amber. I'm so sick of Amber. Yeah, I mean, I just. I'm so sick of like how she's manipulating the story at this point because, like, I feel like. T- I feel like it's just too early for him to be involved with all this. It's just like, dude, like you need to like learn how to be a superhero. Like, there's That's just no I'm way saying, that you can just juggle bro. this right just now. Break up with her ass in like real shit. Learn how to be a hero. And go fuck with Eve. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like that's where we're going too. So I feel like, like that's where we're why going. Why are we trying well? so hard with Amber at this point? <laughs> like we're trying so hard to keep this girl. Brought her like, to the weekend with his homies, and like then, dude, Mark made the classic high school dude mistake of not listening to his friend and going to help his friend instead of and going trying to find the girl. And I guarantee, if his if his friend would have died. He'd have been so upset, but he ended up saving his friend. But his friend's boyfriend got fucked. Dude got yeah, screwed. Took out his like lobes, and he has no motions now. Nope. Diesel's trying to save him. I don't know if they will. No, I don't think they're gonna save him. But that was pretty crazy. You know the how do you think about all that? Da Sinclair. Did you know who voiced him? Could you tell? No. Ezra Miller. Can can I tell? Can tell? See, maybe because I saw his name before. That I could tell, because like once I knew it was him, I could you could hear it. Creepy but, character, I guess. What did he did he get caught at the end? Yeah. Yeah, he did. No, with Mark broke his jaw off. <laughs> Mark punched him; his jaw fell off. He's alive, <laughs> but like his jaw is all fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like now Amber's all fucked. Oh wait, because she's, she's all like you left, and he's yeah. like, <laughs> bro, in that shit, Mark. It's time to end that shit, but. It's like tell her or break up with her. Like, yeah, you know, she's done with it. Sandra O's about to die. I feel. Oh yeah, she's done. She's <laughs> done for. Like, she comes in, you know, trying to be like, you know, why? This is My like her is, human, I that's your human husband. husband. I understand that's your husband, but he's not a human. Like, you can't be coming at him like that. And then you go get the tailor involved. That nigga dead too. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that was bad stuff. Bad oh, stuff. I feel so bad. And then that means Mark's probably going to have to fight his dad. Sooner rather than later. Another part of reason why he shouldn't have been fucking around Amber because he needs to be learning how to fight actual real villains. Because that tiger whooped, that lion man whooped his ass. Sure did. And he almost got his ass whooped by the fucking D. Sinclair chumps. <laughs> like, he did, dude. He's lucky that guy got into the dude's self-conscious and helped him realize, which... In real life, Mark was toast. He was. He and was. what's robots playing? Like just cloning people to make this perfect superhero team? Is that what he's doing? I feel like that's what he's doing. I thought he cloned himself. No, robot cloned uh Rex Explode. Mm. I don't know. Pro- probably so. I mean, I think he wants to at least clone Monster Girl because she he knows that she's gonna bite it soon. Because I mean, even know. if 
Because even if you know she's, well, I mean, she does survive like her injuries or whatever. But I mean, but like she keeps with the younger and younger, yeah, exactly. I mean, she's gonna bite it. Like, yeah, it's know. coming soon. Yeah. Great episode of Invincible, though. I don't know how many more weeks we have, but I'm in it every every. We have a few more. I, th- I think we'll get into May. I mean, okay, cool. I can I can, look, I can look for you real quick. I mean, it's just you know, it's uh, what we've got four so far, five. Yeah, five. Because we have five episodes five. of Falcon Winter Soldier, so yeah, we have five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like thirteen. Oh, nice. Okay, we've got yeah. we got a couple more to go. Okay, this is not in it anytime soon. Hold up, no, actually, my bad. There's only eight. Oh, look at you, bro. We only have two. We only have three more weeks. Yeah, so we have one on Friday and one next week. Wait, no, wait. What are you talking about? Yeah, one on Friday, one next week. One on six. Friday, one on next. Oh, week. hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, we got three left. That's you said eight. No. Yeah, eight. We've that was the six one. Just this week. Hmm. <sighs> oh, this is trash. This because we got tra- three. We got three off the bat, and then it's been three weeks since. Oh, this is trash. Oh, I'm so sad. Sad times at Ridgemont High. Next week's going to be a big week for this show, being that we have so much. Uh, let's enjoy while we can. But yeah, Invincible, Sandra O, oh, Mark's, Mark's mom about to die, bite the dust. Amber needs to get left. Feel bad for Monster Girl. Don't know what's up with Robot. Take Taylor, dude, is he about to bite the dust? I feel like Omni-Man can't kill him because then they'll know. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Feel bad for that guy, though. He was, he was shaking. He didn't want to drink them beers. He did not no. want to drink them beers, bro. <laughs> I feel like those beers could have been poisoned too. Or maybe that was me just thinking too deep into it. I was like, yeah, too bro, deep. are the beers poisoned? Like, are you just really just that scared? But I don't blame him. Yeah, I would be that scared too. Fuck. Like, yeah. he was like, why'd you bring this here? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. All right, let's talk Falcon and Winter Soldier. The Isaiah conversation finally happened this week. A lot of good stuff talking about, like, Isaiah was like, yo, I don't think any good self-respecting black man would want to be, well, Captain America, bars, bars. And then he was like, I don't think they would let you, which I think was a double entendre between white America and black America. That's why he threw that other thing in at the end. But then Sam was like, this old guy's bitter, but I understand why he's bitter because of what he went through. And I think that's a dilemma of like some modern black people who want to like make change, but like the old people say it's not possible. And like, I think Sam represents a or like or like you know I don't I I can't say you know anything personally on it but maybe it's a parallel of like where the old age doesn't believe that you can do that plus doesn't see a reason why you would need need or want to yeah true why like the younger age is like we think we can and we want to yeah you gotta gotta make an effort to and I think Sam represents all that 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 was great Love that. Love that Bucky's becoming a human. Asked for a favor from my guy, Sam. Did it in Wakanda. Was hitting on Sam's girlfriend. And then... Did no, that's his girlfriend. His sister. Oh, his sister. Yeah, his sister. Hitting on his sister. Gonna probably get a date. And then them building that, that boat was them building their friendship. It was, it was literally... It was like, because you gotta think, they, and they said it. They were like, we were a friend of a friend. We were each that friend of a friend. And you know, when you hang out with a friend who has another friend... You and that friend may be cool when that person's there, but do y'all hang out uh, separately? Probably not. So this is them becoming friends for the first time. So I thought that was dope. I thought it was interesting. Bucky woke up pretty calm in the black in uh his sister's house, being around black kids. That was like Wakanda, where he woke up to his little black African kids. I thought that was like an interesting parallel to that. Uh, I thought Bucky dropping the bullets, showing Zemo like I don't give a fuck about you no more, dog. It's over with. 
Zemo goes to mm-hmm. the like the underground, the underwater prison. Crazy. I thought he was gonna survive. I'm 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 assuming he's gonna break out or he's gonna be working for Julia Louis Dreyfus or working for Thunderbolt Ross coming up. I feel like that's coming because both Thunderbolt Ross and Julia Louis Dreyfus are in Black Widow. And speaking of Julia Louis Dreyfus, she did a good job. She's in the show. And you know, she was talking to John Walker, who I gotta say. John Walker's uh, Senate scene, best scene in the episode. Best scene in the episode. I don't know about best scene in the episode, but like, it was definitely. So. I mean, I like, it was impactful. He was telling, like, he was straight up, like, y'all are going to, like, get rid of me when y'all are the ones who made me. Y'all, y'all are the ones who wanted me to be like this. Now, when it comes to find out what y'all want is out in the open, y'all don't want it? What? I love that. John Walker, it, baby. It is a, a definitely a very cerebral scene. It makes you think about like, you know, what is John Walker? And you know, even when he meets the goes to the parents too, you're yeah. in this mindset of like, you know, at this point, to him. he did. But I mean, like at this point, it's like, do I hate John Walker? Do I almost sympathize with him in a in a sense? Do like, you know, I definitely don't root for him. I don't but, root for him, but do I? And, and I. I understand him, but I don't like him. But I understand him. It's just like, okay, I get where you're coming from, John Walker. I get it. But you're you're wrong, but I get it. And see, so I like his character a lot. I want to see more John Walker. I hope he doesn't die in this next episode either. Like he's gonna get his ass whooped. I don't don't think he will. Like I think that I think that he really has a role to play in the future of the MCU. I think he does too, but I think he gets his ass whooped in this next episode because there's no way in the first scene. Bucky and Sam got their ass beat like that. That's the only thing I didn't like about this episode. Was you telling me Bucky, a veteran super soldier, and Sam, the guy that's supposed to be Captain America, lost to John Walker? But somebody was telling me that, like, but Lyndon, John Walker was the best trained soldier in the American Army plus super soldier serum. I was like, yeah, but Sam and Bucky fought aliens. Like, what are we talking about? Well, and yeah, and Bucky's been doing it for like... Bucky's been killing since... 80 years. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Yes. What are we talking about? So, like, didn't like that first scene. But other than that, I, I, I love John Walker. What do you think of Julie Louis-Dreyfus? I, I know that pissed you off when you found out that she was supposed to be in Black Widow. Well, no. I mean, like, when you told me later on that this was supposed to be something we... Her character was something we were supposed to have learned in Black Widow already. It pissed me off because, like, you know, we should have seen that movie. You've been, you're the main proponent of we should have seen but, Black Widow by now. But, you know, I think that would have made a bigger impact on her character because obviously I feel like they had that in mind during filming that Black Widow was supposed to come before so that there really wasn't like a, a huge bit of introduction to her. Like it was just like Julia Redreff was like, hey, I'm such and such, blah, 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 blah. Like this is what we're going to talk about. And like, who the hell is this lady? Like what the hell, what, what, what is she doing here? Like, yep. And we probably would have found out more about her in Black Widow, but for people who want to know, she's Nick Fury's ex-girlfriend in the comics. She's also Madam Hydra. She runs her own like team of villains and whatnot. That's why she wanted John Walker to be part of her cause, work with her. I could see the anti-Captain America, pretty much. Pretty much. Yep. I could see her being a part of Hydra. I could see her being maybe connected to the Ten Rings. That's pushing it. Maybe. I could see her maybe having her own Shield S team that's separate from Hydra. I could it could be any of those things, but She's definitely evil lady, so it's going to be interesting to see her. Because like you said, they have plans for John Walker. They got plans for her. So we're going to see, man. Interesting. But what else happened? Oh, the training montage. How'd you feel about it? 
I thought, you know, I thought this episode as a whole, like worked out pretty well. You know, you got that stuff with John Walker in the beginning and you kind of get, you know, Sam and Bucky's friendship coming together. You get the training montage, you know, I thought it all pieced together really well. Um, it almost made time fly a little bit. Uh, Cause when you get to the end, you're like, wait, it's over now. Yeah. Facts. Cause nothing really happens, I guess, but like. It's just set up in like. But, but I mean, it all is important. That's the thing. Like not, not all that happens, but everything that I felt like I watched was important to the story. Yep. Flag Smashers underused this episode. I don't know if the Flag the Flag Smashers are more of like the MacGuffin for this season. They're like the villain, they're like the people who are the villains for this season, but they're not important to the long-term play. Yeah. I don't think so, at least. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. I feel like that's what we've been saying since the beginning, because like obviously John Walker and his whole Captain America deal is gonna play a bigger role. Yeah, but he's gonna be US agent. He's coming. Yep, Got, he's making his, his own, making his, his armor in the, the cutscene, doing his thing, and then Sam gets his armor as well, made by the Wakandans. Gonna see if the Wakandans have drip next episode. Gonna see if Bucky could be a good designer, or did Shuri just say "fuck you, Bucky"? I'm designing it. I don't need. I'm it. sure Shuri just did what she does. I'm sure she had something made up. She was like, "Eventually, Falcon's gonna come to me." Maybe, and we, you know, we're gonna see. But if they made him a suit. I feel more comfortable because that means everything's vibranium and dude could take some bullets now. Exactly. He's not a super soldier, but he's like Black Panther without the little fruit. Well, I mean, he's got two shields pretty much with wings. True. He does. He has a suit and the shield. Yeah. And the wings. You're right. Only thing that kind of made me be like, are we sure? Is when he was throwing the shield and catching it. I was just like, would this not hurt you? That's what I was thinking too. I was like, are, are you getting are you getting your hand perfectly through the little things every time? Like I just don't know get how that works. Like he's not a super soldier. So like how is this like how can he handle this? But you know, it 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 makes sense because he was doing flips and stuff, because obviously, like you said, he'll have wings, so it'll be how he'll catch it in the air. So I thought that was interesting. But you know. You know so there was a Sarah um a Sarah scene. What's your name? Uh, Sharon Carter scene. Yeah. That about Batroc. Yeah, with Batroc. I don't. You know, she may not be the power broker. I mean, we talked yeah. about that obviously with Shang Chi, Shang Chi stuff. I feel like she is in some way in that circle. Mm, you think she's un, like involved? In- I mean, there's just no way that she could have all this stuff and like the the way that she's living out there in Magicor and like not have any sort of pull. Yeah, that's true. And she sent Batroc against Sam. Like, what's up with that, Sharon Carter? That's fucked up. Like, Sam better not call in that favor for you, girl. That tells me she's going to be in next season for sure. Well, he already forgot. He's already in America. <laughs> He's got to wait till the mission's over for him to give him a call. I guess. Also, how do you feel about, about your guy Torres? New Falcon? Question mark. Well, that's what the comics say, right? Yeah, he becomes the new Falcon. So we're going to see. He got the wings. He got to keep them. I believe it. I wouldn't want Sam's trash-ass wings, though. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think... I think that's a season two development. I don't mm. think he's going to pop into New York with like his, the wings or whatever. You don't think so? You think that's season two stuff? He's got to be trained. Yeah. He might just come out, you know, I got the wings. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, I'm with you. You got to be a season two thing. But I see my thing with that is as much as that would be cool for Sam to have his own sidekick, I want him and Bucky to be working together next season, man. Like, I like their dynamic. 
I feel like all three of them could work. True. But you got Especially have- the show's called Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, uh, well, mm, it is called Falcon Winter Soldier. And that is true. Are they going to change the name? Because he's going to be Captain America? I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. So yeah, you're right. It could work with all three. That's going to be interesting. Does Anthony Mackie get a movie? Anthony Mackie in a movie. I doubt it. I doubt it. But this TV show was really successful. More successful than WandaVision. I could see him getting his own Captain America TV show. Maybe. Or at least just being Captain America in all the other movies that he's going to be Captain America. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's going to get, like, a solo movie because he's going to be in so many things. Yeah. They're definitely doing season two of this show. So, you know, we're going to get them again. (sighs) So we'll see what's up with that. But I love this episode. Like I said... Can't wait for the season finale. Anthony Mackie, also in Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. And in Synchronicity, which I heard was great. Still haven't seen it. Haven't seen it yet. Gotta watch it. Waiting on waiting on that one. All right, let's get to our top 25 actress of all time list. Oh man, I'm not confident in this list. I'm sorry. But like I think Uh, after doing it today, I feel a lot better. I'm confident enough to present you all. My bottom half. It's the top half that I need more research on, but that's okay because we're not on the top half today. Today we're doing 25 through what? 21? No, through 20. Oh, we're doing through oh, 20. Okay. Yeah, through 20 because then we do 19 through. Oh, wait. We messed this up last time, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We... That's why I asked. Yeah, so it should be it should be 5 through 21. Yeah, 25 through 21. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So start us off. What you got at 25? All right, so I'm doing the Linden School of Cheating here, and I have a few things that are slashes. <laughs> and it starts with 25. 25, I have some new age actresses that are on the on the rise or have had big roles in the past and deserve to be recognized. I have uh, J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence, okay. Brie Larson, okay. and Rachel McAdams. Okay, uh, interesting, interesting. Don't have any of those names on the list, but interesting. I'm not mad at that. Good you know, Rachel McAdams has so, has a lot of bangers on her list. Like, you know, The Hot Chick is a, a movie that everyone usually watches with Rob Schneider, and she plays Rob Schneider is she plays Rob Schneider inside of her. Like that is the character that she portrays. Um, you know, Mean Girls, The Notebook. Uh, she's in Spotlight. That's like her, you know, big noteworthy movie that she's in uh, up up front and then the other two girls jennifer lawrence you know was katniss everdeen in the hunger games but then also backed that up with uh, a good career in some big dramas joy uh mother american hustle of course her role in silver linings playbook that won her oscar yep and then brie larson on the other hand also an Oscar winner for Room. So I feel like both of them deserve to, to be put on here. You know, Jennifer Lawrence hasn't really been MIA in the past few years, but Brie Larson is definitely someone who is on the rise. All right, all right. I like that. I like that. See, that makes me feel super unsure about my 25. Makes me feel super unsure. But I'm going with it. F it. We're going with who I have written down. At 25, I know people are going to be like 25, but trust me, the movies she's been in have been hits. She has more than one success. I'm going with Uma Thurman, 25. And I, re-watch, mm-hmm. I did rewatch The Kill Bills this past week. Great movies. She's the lead of that. She kills that. She's in Pulp Fiction, Batman and Robin. Uh, she's been in some other movies. 
that have been pretty good. The Accidental Husband, Be Cool, uh, Dangerous Liaisons. Uh, she was in Burnt, my, the best chef movie with uh, Bradley Cooper. I just think Uma Thurman has great physicality to her. She has decent chops when it comes to acting, and she's been in big movies. Not, n- not many people on this list are as recognizable as Uma Thurman. That's a good point. I think recognizability has to be a factor. Is a factor and has really a lot to do with it. Yep. So and that's yeah. that's what I got there. Damn, I feel like my next one's gonna hurt, upset you. Uh, well, you know, and then moving in twenty five with, you know, uh, twenty four or twenty four, you know, with stuff beyond the acting space. That's where I have the Hepburns, not uh, uh, unrelated, okay. but I have Catherine Hepburn, who is you know the behind Meryl Streep as the winner for the most Oscars thought she needed to be on the list in some capacity. thought I'd mix her in here with Audrey Hepburn, who, as we mentioned earlier on in the other story, huge Hollywood star, someone who really represents old Hollywood. So I felt like it would be a detriment not to have her included. Feel that. I rock with that. Now I have a question. Before I do this, because I'm not hundred percent. So I have a slash here. So that means I can take this person and put them later. I have to ask you, we're consulting, and I know this is not how we do the list, but I just don't want to do this if because I feel like I'm wrong now. Is 24 for Diane Keaton too low? No. Not too low? No. All right, cool. I got Diane Keaton slash Alfrey Woodard at 24. I have some slashes in, but all my slashes are in this week's list. I have no more slashes after this. Same. Week. Me too. Okay, cool. So Diane Keaton, uh, the, good, the godfather, she was uh, Michael Corleone's wife. Uh, she's been in some of the biggest rom-coms of Something's Gotta Give with uh, Jack Nicholson. Um, she was in Father Annie of the Pride. She was in Annie Hall. She was in Darling Companion. A lot of Woody Hall movies. Yep. So she's been in Woody Allen, sorry. a lot of great movies. She's one of the better actresses in Hollywood. She was with King Batch, Love Weddings and Other Disasters. And then also I have the uh, incredible actress, Alfre Woodard, because we said that like the way that they've done uh, women, they don't get as big of roles, and that can be even double down from African American women. So some some of you might not know who Alfre Woodard is because some of her movies haven't been as mainstream. But Alfre Woodard's been in things like Twelve Years a Slave, Annabelle. Uh, she's been in the lot. She was in um, Civil War as a small role as the person who talked to Tony Stark in the beginning. She's been in Mississippi Grind, State Affairs. Um, she was in Black. Um, Iron, not Iron Fist, Luke Cage is like the lead villain. So she's been in a lot of good, good stuff. And she's one of those actresses that aren't necessarily widespreadly known, but I thought she's an incredible actress and I had to include her in the list with Diane Keaton at 24. All right. Well, the reason I said that that's fine with Diane Keaton is because at 23, I have Diane Keaton and Susan Sarandon. Baby, let's go. I do not feel bad now. Let's fucking yeah. So you know, for the same reasons for Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton actually didn't make a list until I saw Annie Hall. Oh, okay. Annie Hall really put it over the top for me. There's actually a really funny scene in Annie Hall where you know Woody Allen is getting accosted by some you know Italian guys in front of the movie theater as he's waiting for Annie to come up, and she rolls up in the taxi, goes up to her, he's like. Thank God you got here. It's like the Godfather over here. I swear, and I'm just uh, laughing in my head because, like, Dan, he is the Godfather. Yeah, she she's married to the Godfather. So, but um, yeah, and then Susan Sarandon has been in a lot of really great stuff in her early career. I watched, like I said, Dead Man Walking or Oscar-winning performance. 
in that where she plays a nun okay. who uh, is consulting a, uh, a death row inmate. It was really powerful. She does a really great job. Even before that, let me look up her 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 stuff real quick. But I mean, she was in uh, movies that are iconic: Thelma and Louise, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. These are movies that people still talk about to this day. True. Um, true. 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 So I felt like she definitely deserved a spot on this list, along with Diane Keaton, for all the reasons that that you said. I have her pulled up now. I'm looking at some of that older stuff. Uh, yeah, Rocky Horror. What was the other thing that I'm thinking of that she was in? Oh, Bull Durham. If you've never seen Bull Durham, she does a phenomenal job of Bull Durham. True, oh true, 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 true. Uh, she also was uh, one of the big characters in the 90s Little Women. So mm, She is. Yeah. All right, dope. So that's your 23. For 23 for me, I'm going... Dame Judy Dench slash Helen Mirren. Judy Dench, known as like for her James Bond fame, like been in all the James Bonds is in, incredible in that. She was in Shakespeare in Love, incredible in that. Notes on a Scandal with uh, Kate Blanchett, incredible in that. Like, and if you look at all the uh, all the James Bonds, like nobody beats her as him, incredible. Then she was in Pride and Prejudice. She was in uh, Home on the Range as like a voice actress. We like to use multiple things. You know, we like to show that people can do multiple and it's a little diverse. So she's done that. And, you know, like I said, recognizability. Everybody knows who Dame Duty Dench is. So she's, she's up on the list. Also tied with Helen Mirren, who's been in things like she's won an Oscar for The Queen. She was in Red. Um, she was in The Door. She was in Tempest. She was in, I'm trying to see some of these other movies she was in, but she's a great actress as well. She's actually Jason Statham's mom in the new Fast and the Furious stuff. She's she going to be in the new Shazam. She is going to be in the new Shazam. So and she just adds clout wherever she goes. She's one of the older actresses in Hollywood that are still killing it. So, you know, when you've been in so many movies for so long and just bringing the same stuff every time, just killing it time after time, you know, you see what she got. And then she just won an Oscar for the Queen. So, you know. Shout out to Helen Mirren and Judy Dench as my 23. Uh, here at 22, I have my last of the slashes. Um, Michelle Williams and Renee Zellweger. Oh, too low for Michelle Williams. That's where I was really highly debating. The issue with Michelle Williams and me is that I just haven't seen enough. Uh, okay. Because like a lot of her stuff is heavy. And, yeah, you know, that, and, that, and that's a tribute to her where, you know, wherever you have her later down the line is probably warranted for the, the heavy work that she does in a lot of her, her films. Um, but she also does have a lot of range. She's yeah, she in this, inter- she was in this interesting movie that um, I watched recently called Dick, where she and Kirsten Dunst um, are these two bumbling college girls in college and they somehow wander into the Watergate scandal. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, then, uh, you know, she does her real big drama stuff. She's also really big in her romance movies. So, you know, Michelle Williams can do a lot. And then Renee Zellweger most recently got her Oscar for playing Judy Garland. But, you know, she was also in one of the biggest comedic rom-coms ever with Bridget Jones' Diary. Um, Mm -hmm. she was in Jerry Maguire. You know, Renee Zellweger has had a, a, a large body of work that really needs to be noted 
uh, in a list like this. No, I like it. I like it. So that's your 22. My 22 is Octavia Spencer, Oscar winner for the, uh, I believe she won for the help, I believe, or it was Hidden Figures, one of the two. But she's been in Hidden Figures. She was in the help. She was in Fruitvale Station. Just three incredible, incredible. She's in Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. Yep. She's on, she's the voice in Onward. (laughs) Incredible. She kills it. She had a horror movie. Uh, a couple she's in Shape of Water with May. Wait, was she in Shape of Water? Oh, yeah, she was she in Shape of Water. Okay, cool. She had a voice in Zootopia, so she kills it as voice actress, both in Zootopia and onward. Like, great actress, man. She was on 30 Rock for a little bit. Um, trying to see some of this other stuff. Like, like we said, The Help, uh, Hidden Figures, Peep World, Halloween 2. She's been, she's went from character actress to leading actress like that. So I love seeing her do that. Like she would say, she was in like, some of those things. She was in Miss Congeniality 2. Again, character actress. She was in SWAT, Legally Blonde 2. So she's been around the books, but she's that's, come that's around and is a star. Her. Yeah, she made a rebirth. Well, no, that's where it's hard to read her for like when I was making this list because she doesn't end up coming out on mine. But it's mainly because of like a lot of the big stuff that you recognize and pops off the page when you're looking at her list is her character actor work. You know, but I had to no. throw I throw characters actors on here. Like last time, I had Gary Oldman and Philip Seymour Hoffman. This is one of the great female character actors. But you know, she definitely deserves to be in in contention and and be on this list. That you know, I'm glad you put her on here because she definitely is really high class in a lot of her work, especially with the help and hidden figures and Shape of Water. I mean, she plays a huge Station. role in Shape of Water. I haven't seen for real stations. Okay, real. All right, well, let's get to uh, 21, the final one for this week. Now, this is the one I'm the most confident in this week, man. I feel like I may have these two people too low. This is my last slash of the of the list. What you got? Oh, 21? Yeah, uh, Emma Thompson. You're going first. Oh, okay. Emma Thompson? Do I have her? On? Yeah. I don't know if I have her on the list. We, we talked about Emma Thompson off air last week. She was the one who played Sybil Trelawney Tron, Tron, oh, in Harry Potter. On the list. Um, she was in... Uh, Sense and Sensibility. I think that's where one of her act- uh, Oscars came from. She's in Burnt, too, as the psychiatrist for Bradley Cooper. Great. She was. Yeah, she was uh, in 1996. She was she won for Sense and Sensibility for writing, but and was nominated for actress in a lead role, uh, but won uh, best actress in leading role for Howard's End. Okay. Um, both are very period pieces. Uh, she was most one of her most recent stuff that was uh, pretty good was um, Saving Mr. Banks. And she's Nanny McPhee. She is Nanny McPhee. I need to put her on my list. I'm tripping. All right. I need to go reshape. So she's one of the the great British actresses um, that has been in just about everything. Um, and has also been a part of just about everything. You know, True. Now, what's uh, the slash? Behind, behind Did you have a slash for this one? Oh no. oh no! I do. I will have one more slash coming up, and it features someone you already said. Okay, uh, that's that's to come in a couple weeks. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so for me at twenty-one, Schubert, I pro, I, I, I don't know if you have these people, both of these people higher. I this is where I'm like last time we threw in people like Mahershala Ali, we threw in some of the younger people. This is where I'm going young. Tessa Thompson slash Cersei Ronan. Too, too low for Cersei? For you Cersei know that every, every movie she's in is almost a banger, right? Like, I, she pretty much is almost, she pretty much owns the Oscars, right? Bro, she is, how old is she? She is, she's 20-something years old, bro. I, she's my age, bro. She's 26. I couldn't put her 
higher than this. She's up and coming. That's like putting fucking Timothy Chalamet high on the list. She pretty much has her own seat at the Oscars. <laughs> she does. Like, That's she why she she legit is. It might be too low. Nominated for for like everything. It might be too low. I might be too low, but I do have younger people. Uh, her contemporaries, some of her contemporaries, higher than her. So maybe that I mean, she's that, the she's the youngest person I have on the list. On the list going forward, I mean, you know, everyone else will be going forward, you know. Damn, see, this is old, where we're older than older than oh, us. Man, for sure. But all right, let me talk about her. Sorcerer Ronan, incredible, from uh, Brooklyn to uh, Antoinette, or no, Atonement to Hannah, just dope movies. Little Women, uh, Lady Bird, the uh, like the uh, the movie darling that people loved. She was in Lost River. She did some voice acting in Robot Chicken, which was is incredible. So shout out to Cersei Ronan. Love, love, love her work. And then Tessa Thompson, you know, Creed, Westworld. Her performance in Westworld's great. Thor Love and Thunder, uh, the new movie that's coming out. So she's getting work. She was in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Sylvia's Love was a great movie with her in the lead with Namdi Asamoah. Men in Black International didn't work out, but that wasn't her fault. I thought she was one of the great people in it. Dear White People, she was in that. Um, she's been in some good stuff, and I think she's one of the better actresses out there younger. Maybe I should have put Cersei Ronan ahead of her. That's possible. But I got this. Have you ever seen the movie? Have you ever seen the movie The Way Back? The Way Back with uh, Ben Affleck? That's The Way, Way Back. Oh, what's The Way Back? The Way Back is a movie with Jim Sturgis and Colin Farrell and Ed Harris, oh, also Cersei featuring Ronan? Cersei Ronan. Okay. And they escape a Russian prison and, and escaped to Mongolia. It's a very good movie. I need to very watch it. Okay. Have you, have you ever seen the lovely bones? The lovely bones. I, is this another Saoirse Ronan? Are you like a big Saoirse Ronan fan? I'm just saying that Saoirse Ronan doesn't, she's like Daniel day Lewis, but a female. Whoa. Like, you're comparing her to Daniel day at, at 26 years old. You're wild. With, with, with just the, with just the like, Roles like you know she does have she two movies that, that are bad, which I love. She's she's in two movies that are bad: Muppets Most Wanted and The Host. Host not good. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not terrible. I mean, how yeah, high I mean, do you have her? Like how, like give me a range. She's, she's like, in top it, ten. Was it Brad Pitt level? Like last time, were you at Brad Pitt twenty two and I had Brad it's, Pitt like? It's pretty close to that. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Damn. My bad, bro. Maybe I'm too low. But I just feel like I got to give some of the older actresses some shine. That's where I'm going to push back on you. Like, go go learn up about some of these other older actresses. That's what you go do, since you want to put Cersei Ronan in top 10. What, what about some of the greats who've been doing it for a while? I'm showing them some love. Cersei, you're going to be top 10 when the career over with. What we're talking about right now. Well, I'm talking about right now. I mean, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm, I'm talking about, like, done everything that she's been in since <laughs> 2007. <laughs> has not been shit well, right. except for the muppets all right i'll accept that you know like i said good young lady she's coming up with our age she's coming up so you know when it's all said and done i'll put her there but it's not all, all right. said and done right now that's it oh right, yeah that's it that's all we got word not too bad ladies and gents i i, I thought me and schubert were going to differ a lot i thought his list was going to be better than mine but i feel good I feel good because see, last list, I definitely beat you. And like, I know this isn't a competition, but I definitely thought my my actor list was better than your actor list. 
Brad Pitt at 22, tough. This one, 20, I think you might 20. be. I think you might be doing better than me right now, but I still think my list is fire. So I'm not as nervous as I was coming into this. I think I got you because I feel like that Saoirse Ronan top 10 is going to be your downfall when you don't have someone that should be high, high. Yeah, I mean, you know, there wasn't a lot of spillover. Uh, I, th- I think Saoirse Ronan and Helen Mirren are the only names that I have later. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah. All right, dope. Well, that's all we got this week. You, uh, you guys can uh, follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check all the stuff we got out on the network, the Bros Who Think podcast. Um, no, oh no, Anime Talk is out tonight, out this week. So y'all make sure y'all check that out if you're an anime fan. Um, no new, never less than ill. It'll be out next Tuesday. So be sure to check that out with Justin Ivy. Run it back, maybe out this week, at possibly out early next week. That's what I'm thinking is going to get done. And then the pitching match, we're going to announce some dates soon. So be on the lookout for all of that. I thought it was this weekend for some reason. What, pitch it? Yeah. No. What? No. Well, good, because I'm watching more combat. Yeah, no, we're not ready to do a pitch. No, bro. Like, I don't even think the people are ready. You're true. No, we, we, we had, well, we had two that were within two weeks of each other. We did. We did. Yeah, no. Had you had you on your toes, but it's coming soon. It's coming soon. We do know Carl Carl Cash uh, Cash Carbon of the Cash Carbon Twitch stream is the next competitor. Oh, we're just trying to figure out who's battling. I guess one more side thing. You're a challenge person. I heard CT won the challenge again. Damn, he did. That's what I heard. Crazy. Him over Johnny Bananas. Wild. I mean, he is. You know, CT those two are all- like the the owners of the challenge. They're the best. They're the best that ever did it crazy the, so. the fifth the fifth league in america the so yeah i'm trying to think if there's any other thing that i watched i watched when harry met sally which was you know it was good uh yeah blood simple i was like you've been getting ready for this actress list oh i mean like i said i've just been going through what's on my list that's on the last chance for hbo max and expiring for hulu and that's you know, expiring for Netflix. So, like, yeah, like, you know, I guess, you know, while we just have a few seconds, I'll I'll, I'll go through, like, what's about to come up for me because I have that pulled up, ready to go. Okay, what you got? So, like, um, on movies that are coming up for me, let's see, let's see, let's see. I need to watch the uh, new Mark got, Wahlberg documentary like, like I said, Wall Street. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Do the Right Thing. I'll be watching, I'll be finishing out the Godfather trilogy in the next 10 days. I will nice. have watched Saturday Night Fever, Black Hawk Down, For the Love of the Game, Born on the 4th of July, Tom Cruise movie, Master and Commander, a Russell Crowe movie. About, nice, uh, that's a good movie. I know yeah, that movie, the sailing, the, the, the pirate. Uh, and Sideways. And then also a Woody Allen movie starring um, Joaquin Phoenix. You and can Emma, watch Rio Bravo too while you're at it. Classic John Wayne. Yeah, if it, you know, comes around. Oh shit! I need See. to watch After Hours before it leaves. Yes, you do. And Presumed Innocent also about to leave. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out as well. Oh shit! There's some good stuff that's about to leave. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, uh, so for HBO Max Castaway, I will be watching the next ten yeah, days. Castaway and, is as well. Pride and Invisible. Invisible Man, I'll be watching in the past, in the, in the next few days. Pride and Prejudice is on here? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll probably be watching that. Uh, I'll also be watching 
the what is it, what is this one with uh Sean Connery? You move with the, Freddie Prince, the man, she's all that. She's, she's about to leave. The man who would be king. I've seen she's all that a oh. few times. Uh the man who would be king. Oh, that's about to leave too. I just saw that. Yeah, I just saw Beasts of the Southern Wild. Yeah, I said oh, I was, yeah, and you gotta watch, watch Above the Rim Above the Rim. 30th. It's about to dip mm-hmm. out. And then New Jack City is also on the, on that about to leave list. Okay, cool. Well, good, good look at us. I think we should do this from now on. Like movies that are about to leave the streaming, the give the last chance of the pod. Like if you stick around to the end, you get this last chance. I'm definitely gonna check out After Hours though, because that's leaving April 30th. I gotta watch that. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's short. I mean, that, that's one thing I would say. Like, if it was a long movie, I'd probably say don't don't worry about it. But I mean, it's it's almost ninety minutes. I mean, okay, it's real. I mean, it's, it's good. Right. Uh, but yeah, Blood Simple. I feel like was. I don't think it's on that expiring list, but it's also a pretty short movie to watch. We if should you watch, watch Kramer versus Kramer since Meryl Streep's gonna be at the top of our list, so we could talk about that class on the list. Yeah. I mean, I just watched her in mainstream Canada. I gotta watch a few other things, but yep. So, but yeah. All right, dope, dope. Well, that's all we got this week, ladies and gents. All right. Well, you know, everyone, keep up with what's going on with the network. Uh, this Sunday, we're gonna be doing a mock draft. If you're into the NFL, I've been I've been working real hard on that. So I hope that uh, we, we we spend a good bit of time talking about that. And oh yeah, um, for bros who think this week, yeah, we are doing the mock draft. Mm-hmm. So, or I guess that's on Monday. Yeah. So yeah, check check that out next Monday, and check out everything else that's going on with the network. Uh, there was there was no Never Less Than Nail this week. No anime talk was this week. Never Less Than Nail is mm-hmm. next week. Got you. Yep. All right. Well, everyone out there, I hope you have a great week and keep up with us and tune in next week. And as always, keep binging. <laughs>